morning everyone it is tuesday morning all right throwing everybody a loop here it's not monday as uh i got married this weekend saturday uh, i had the rehearsal dinner sunday december 20th i was married to the love of my life uh jennifer hayes now jennifer Parrish. so um monday morning i decided not to make a podcast and just enjoy that that morning together. So, took the day off, but it's Tuesday. Um, It's the Tuesday before Christmas, so it's the 22nd. We got three more days here till Christmas, and I had a lot of people who were going out of town, so they wanted to get in a quick session before they left and before the holidays. So, Tuesday morning, I I loaded up all my lessons, and I'm on my way to work. And, And I was trying to think about what I wanted our conversation to be about today, and, um, and lots of times picking topics for me is hard because it's always, there's so much I want to talk about, but I don't want it to be so broad and generic that people can't use it. So the one that came to me today, um, is super simple, but it's my five tips slash tricks slash whatever you want to call it on how to use your phone to create good habits and how to use your phone to achieve your goals, whether it be in golf or in fitness. Technology is an amazing tool um, that every single person should use to utilize um, and not be abused by. I mean, technology, a lot of the times, and that's the trend it's going, it will, will use you for your data, for your views, for money, to try and get you to do things. However, if you take control of it, the technology will only do what you allow it to do. So these are my top five tricks for using technology to achieve your goals in golf and fitness. So here's my first one. Using the calendar in my phone. My phone is the only thing that is 100% by my side all day, every day. And I know lots of people like calendars and people know the benefits of tracking days and, and putting it in advance and not having to use your brain to remember things. The old school way is to get a little pocket notebook or you have a little calendar that you have separate that you give your desk. However, to be honest, that's just inconvenient. I mean, having something totally separate from your phone makes it so much harder to keep track of it. Like if, if I'm given a lesson, I'm not carrying my calendar with me, right? I got my phone on me for sure, but I'm not carrying my calendar with me. Or if I'm running around and I run into someone, I got to throw something in there or I, I remember something using or learning to use the calendar on your phone, whether it be the generic one that, that Apple builds in or whatever your, your phone company builds in or buying one from the app store. Having the calendar on your phone makes a dramatic difference because, like I said, it's always right there. You can push notifications. You can attach email addresses to it, all that kind of stuff. Way, way more convenient than using a um, just a plain calendar that you have to write into. Second one, using the reminders slash notes on your phone. So one of the cool new features of the iPhone is you can rearrange the home screen to have some of the apps open 
um, on your home screen. And so what I have done is on my home screen, I have opened my to-do list for the day. So the first thing I do, I swipe open my phone or it shows my face, it opens up, and I see the things I need to get done right away. It's the first thing I see. What this allows me to do is it's always subconsciously right in the front of my mind. No matter what I'm doing on my phone, if I'm going to check social media or I get an email or I get a text message, what pops up right away, my to-do list, the things I need to get done. So it keeps me, keeps it fresh in my head and keeps me motivated to get those things done because my goal is can I check all those boxes at the end of the day? Utilizing the notes and the reminders in your phone and having it right front and center is is my second super, super helpful tip. I used to write notes in my phone, take a picture of that note and set it as my home screen. So I would see even even if it, I didn't have the, the new feature, my home screen picture would be my to-do list for that day. So I would dive in and get those done because I would see it all day, every day. Every time I use my phone, I'd see it to-do, to-do, to-do. My third helpful tip, messaging yourself for reminders and things to do. Um, if I see something I really like on social media or if I see something um, that I, I'm doing in real life and I like it or whatever, I will create an email, I'll write that email and I'll send it to myself. And it's just a super easy way for me to jot down some ideas, send it somewhere, press send, send it, have the action of sending it somewhere, and then I get the notification on it. So when I'm going through my emails, I can once again see, oh, there was this, there was this, all that kind of stuff. And, and lots of times what I'll do is these emails that I send are draft emails that I want to send to other people or draft messages I want to send to other people. I'm a big believer in when you got a problem or you got something you really need to think about, you should just sit down and really crank at it for as long as you can. Put as much effort as you can into writing the perfect email to your boss or whoever it is, and then leaving it alone for a certain amount of time before it's too late, basically. But let it leave, let it sit, walk away from it, completely separate yourself from it, and then go back to it one more time. And what this does is it allows you to see it from a, a fresh perspective um, and really helps you uh, kind of not not overwork yourself and so you, you miss some little mistakes. It's, it's something that I've, I did a lot with spelling where I'd write something, boom, 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 I'd bump it out. I'm like, oh, this is written so well, but it's really long and I don't have time to, to reread it again. So I would send it and I'd have some spelling errors in it. Or I'd say something I didn't want to say. But if you send it to yourself first, wait a little while, reread it, and then send it, most of the time you're always going to catch a mistake or you're always going to find some better wording for it. Fourth tip. Utilizing screen time limits on your phone. Now this is a big one if you don't want to abuse technology where... I can't tell you how many hundreds of thousands of hours a year you are utilizing your phone or technology. And um, 
And if you do not use it the right way, or if you get fed into the social media and the Facebook and all this kind of stuff, all of a sudden, you're going to realize majority of your time spent on technology was wasted time or just mindlessly scrolling through social media. So personally, what I do is I set a limit on my phone from seven o'clock at night to seven o'clock in the morning, all of my social media apps and all of my emails shut down. And the reason I do this is so one, I don't get home from a day of work tired and I start surfing through social media and then all of a sudden it's nine o'clock at night and I haven't had dinner and and I'm, I haven't talked to my wife or anything. Now my wife, that's exciting to say. But I haven't talked to her all day and she hasn't talked to me and now it's time for bed and we haven't talked to each other. So I set these limits so it reminds me, nope, hey, enjoy the moment, relax, get unwind, all that kind of stuff. And it also pushes me to get my stuff done before it shuts down because it reminds me, it says 30 more minutes of screen time, 15 more minutes of screen time. I'm like, oh, wow, I really need to make sure I get that done before my phone shuts down. The last one is, and this one, this is a very personal one to me because I, I just, just, it's just so often I think it happens where you're in a situation with your friends or with family or whatever, and a question comes about. And the question could be as simple as, I wonder when the next CrossFit uh, Games is, or I wonder who's playing this weekend on the PGA Tour, or I wonder what Tiger shot in the 2008 Masters. And so often, people just leave it at that. Oh, I wonder. Oh, I was thinking it was this. Ah, oh, you might be right. Done. End of conversation. I am. Whenever a question like that comes up, I'm googling the answer. And some people really don't like knowing the answer right away. They're just kind of talking to talk. But, I mean, I'm a very, I'm a person who I like questions answered. I like knowing things, all that kind of stuff. But I will admit when I don't know something. And so I like utilizing Google for that reason. And I don't see why more people don't just do that. If you're sitting there wondering something, Go search and find for that answer. It's as easy as that. We got the, we got all the answers in the world on this little device in your pocket. And so if you are having any of those questions, you should you should utilize the technology to get those questions answered. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just hanging out with the wrong people, but I find it way too often that we got a question in conversation, people just end up not finding the answers and that's the end of it. And I, it just bugs me because I'm like, give me a second. I'll figure it out. Oh, Tiger shot eight under or the next PGA Tour event is in Naples at Tiburon. Like it's it's just it's something that I, I'm, I think is you should utilize Google as best that you can because it's got the answers to everything. So once again, my five tips slash tricks for utilizing your phone for um, helping you achieve those golf and fitness goals. I hope this uh, you're able to take something from this and uh, and use it today. I'll touch it. I'll talk to you guys all next week.